Ollie drove his old pickup through the toll booth. They said 50 cents. Ollie replied, sold! Wow. <laughs> That's not even a fortune cookie. That's just a lame Norwegian joke cookie. I told you they're only in Lena fortune cookies. See? This is 8-Bit Episode 20, When in Doubt, Whip It Out, on Sunday, January 20th, 2013. And now, I don't have any companions. This episode is sourced by Ian Buck and Ian Decker, guest Alicia Gottwald. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a Midwesterners for you. Oh, of course. Yeah, sure. You betcha. Oh, don't you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm totally sitting here in my shorts and sweatshirt right now, it's great. You're a liar. You're wearing a t-shirt. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, our listeners our listeners can tell when you're wearing a sweatshirt or not. Now I am. Ha, ha, because our, our ha, listeners are ha, the ha, smartest ha. and most perceptive people in the world. You so, have listeners? Yeah, I yeah, know, right? About nine of them. So are you referencing <laughs> to yourself or Andrew Bailey there? <laughs> Our friendly neighborhood ghosts hold up a picture with... Honestly, that looks like Matt if Matt had hair. Problem? <laughs> well, since Matt's not one of our listeners, he's not going to know that you just made that comparison. So, oh well. Okay. All right, so welcome to 8-Bit Episode 20, everybody. I'm Ian Decker. I'm Ian Buck. And? Oh, I'm Alicia Gottwalt. <laughs> Perfect. She's <laughs> our guest, and she's also a first-time guest, so with all first-time guests, we get to grill her with questions. <laughs> and we will ask her for many questions. Yes, quite. You want to go first? Sure. All right, well, first thing up on our list of many, many questions is who are you? Um, I'm a human being, part cyborg, according to my media and communications class. Um, so out of curiosity, how did, how did you become a cyborg? Uh, well, in theory, it is because I have a laptop and I carry around a cell phone constantly and I use an iPod. Hmm. Sounds like a reasonable human being <laughs> cyborg thing to do. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to ask the second one, Mr. Buck? Yes. So... What is your history with gaming? So, like, you know, how did you get into video games or, you know, what games did you play back when you were a kid kind of thing? Um, And, like, up through now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I started out watching my older brother, Francis, play, uh, like, Super Mario 64, Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart on the 64. We had a Nintendo 64. Um, so I started out playing those games as well, along with 1080, which is a snowboarding one, and I still play all of those. I'm on my 100th, 102nd star in Super Mario 64 after almost 14 years. So you guys still have the N64 and it still works? Oh yeah. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We also have a GameCube. I have. I p- mostly play Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door on that one. Um, I've played Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets, and uh, Mario Kart Double Dash. Those are the main ones. And then we have a Wii. I play a lot of Lego games, like Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry Potter. (laughs) I like to play dance games, like Broadway dance. I recently got Big Time Rush Dance. Not a good one. Don't do it. (laughs) And I also am playing Super Paper Mario on the Wii. Hmm. So, So... 
do you guys have any plans for getting a Wii U anytime in the near future, or are you going to wait for some really cool game to come out for it? I have no idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, I guess you also sort of answered the next one. Uh, what kinds of games do you play now? So Lego games. Lego games. Quality. Which I played with you. Lots so, yeah, fun. that was our many, many, many questions so section. Many questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it. three is more than Gabe Newell can count to. <laughs> so, it's a lot. It's a lot of numbers. We'll explain later. Okay. <laughs> no, we won't. You know we're not going to get around to that. Shh. It's a Doctor Who reference. Kind of. Sort of. Rule number one, Ian lies. I only lie. I can only lie. <laughs> See, and you don't get that yet because you haven't gotten to that part in Doctor Who. <laughs> no, I haven't. What? He's so young. He just doesn't know. Nope. We're working on it. Now we need... Oh, that's what we should do this, this entire hour. We're just, we're just make lots of references <laughs> to, to, like, se- to seasons five and six, and he just won't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Have you seen any of season seven? Um, oh, yeah, right. We're in season seven now. Yes, actually, I'm all cut up. I haven't seen the Christmas special yet. Ooh, you should. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got lucky, and, uh, you know, while we were at home over the holidays, we all went over to Savannah's house because she had totally legitimately pirated it off totally of the internet. Legitimately. legitimately. Yes, because, I mean, you know, Britain won't let us have it legally, so. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the British. Silly <sighs> Brits. Those Silly. wankers. <sighs> Those bloody wankers. And we're allowed to call them that because that doesn't mean anything in America. No. Ironically, I'm on the SLM Doctor Who page right now. For anyone who doesn't know what SLM it is, Star Kid Life Missions. You probably don't care. That's cool. well. We'll put it in the show notes anyway, mm-hmm. and everybody will get to see the link to it. Yep. Yeah. So we'll take care of that in a little while. All right. Shall we move on to headlines? Sure. Perfect. Um, do you want to go first, or should I, Mr. Buck? Um, I'll start this off because okay. this this first story was kind of really really weird, and it developed over the last week, and I really wasn't sure like what was how it was going to play out until right before we started recording. Actually, I found a story that was published this afternoon mm-hmm. about kind of how it's going, and so so if you remember last week, we talked about how there was um, this mysterious countdown on Gas Powered Games' uh, website. And the count, the countdown finished uh, on like Monday or something, and it revealed that they were working on Wild Man, which is an RPG slash RTS hybrid um, with barbarians. And so you play just as one warrior, and and in between the battles, you explore dungeons and fight man- monsters in you know your typical RPG kind of game. But then during the main battles, uh, it's more of an RTS, and the amount of control that you have over the rest of the army depends on your leadership skills, which you level up in in the RPG part, you know. And uh, so then they announced that they were kickstarting the project. Wahoo! Everybody's happy, right? But then um, later on that week, I think it was like it was like Thursday or Friday. Um, Gas Powered Games had a, like a ton of layoffs, and their CEO Chris Taylor initially said that this was because they were just coming off of the end of one project, and they were, you know, about they they hadn't gotten the revenue from that, so this was kind of their their natural progression of you know having money, not having money, kind of thing. And so he was he was you know initially saying that oh yeah, it's perfectly normal, you know, we're gonna hire them back once we get you know the profits and everything from that project, and then 
But then suddenly it seemed like they were going to shut down the Kickstarter and abandon the project, and you know they only have like a handful of people left in the company, and everybody's like, well, what's going on? Like, are they actually going to continue being a company or anything? Um, and so you know he he asked the backers who had already who have already pledged money for the Kickstarter, you know, what he should do, whether he should continue the Kickstarter or not, and they encouraged him to continue it. So he's he's you know now talking with a bunch of the people who got fired uh, to hire them back like really soon apparently um, before that he was planning on it and uh, and the Kickstarter is continuing and now since since they've gotten all of this you know publicity about the Kickstarter and everything um, it looks like the Kickstarter is now going to finish the month with like double what they what their initial goal was so uh, yeah, and and he also wrote he wrote kind of an email, uh, an open letter kind of thing, and he said that like the Kickstarter is now more about saving the company than the actual Wildman game. Um, that's kind of secondary, mm-hmm. but it sounds like it sounds like at this point it's all going to turn out all right because yeah. they're gonna hopefully get lots of money by the end of the month. Yeah. And I mean, Gas Powered da- Games has made good stuff in the past, mm-hmm. like well, you mentioned, Supreme Commander. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, there was something else that Bailey really liked. No, no, no. We'd have to go back and look. The Bayleaf. Well, the Bayleaf. Yes, <laughs> Billy Bayleaf. Yeah, you'd have to go back and look. I don't listen to podcasts. Of course not. <clears throat> All right. So, Sir Hammerlock's Big Game Hunt is the third major DLC for Borderlands 2, and it's out now. Unfortunately, some Xbox players are having trouble getting the compatibility pack, which allows them to continue playing online with others, regardless of which DLCs they have for Hammerlock. So Gearbox is working with Microsoft in order to get it figured out. Alright, so what you do, Alicia? What? Go Just down read, to it. read the next one. Yep. Okay. I didn't... Okay. <laughs> We didn't really prepare you very well for this. No. No, not at all. Okay. No, but we're just kind of alternating. So the so, one, the one that Ian is actually hi- on right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one. Yeah, okay. the one that he just highlighted. All right. So speaking of Borderlands Two, Gearbox says that the level level cap will be raised by March. And you know what that means, Ian? That means that we have to go and get to level fifty before March. Uh huh. Yeah. Obviously. This is uh-huh. totally gonna happen. <laughs> Uh-uh. <laughs> at the well, rate we're going. At the, well, at the rate we're going, we're not even going to start playing the game again. <laughs> uh, how many How many level three uh, like missions did we finish a, couple, a few days ago? I don't know. It was like it was like four, I think, something like that. It was kind of ridiculous. Not very many. Um, so. I have some news for everybody, and it has to do with Half-Life, but please don't get excited, because oh. it's, it's, not, it's not Half-Life 3. Um, so Half-Life 2 Episode 4 was in development by Arcane, and it was being called Return to Ravenholm, so it was like, I'm not sure exactly if you were playing as, as Freeman and you were going to be in Ravenholm and stuff or not, but uh, obviously, you know, this, this that project was canceled a long time ago. Screw and Ravenholm. And we've only just heard about it again. Oh, you know that you would want to return to Ravenholm. I would, but I'd want to make sure I went pissed before I even entered in the game. <laughs> you don't know this, Lizzie. I'll have you play this game sometime. Um... <laughs> Just make her play Amnesia, make her play the Ravenholm levels. Just No, 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 no. I'll have her play the other levels and just get to Ravenholm in the natural storyline. That way she can be scared and not know that she's supposed to be scared until it's too late. 
So Declan was playing uh, through Half-Life 2, like, last week, and uh, he, when he got to Ravenholm, I was like, oh, dude, you should go through it and do the, uh, you know, only using the, the, the um, gravity gun achievement, and he was like, oh, man, that sounds hard, and I'm like, oh, don't worry, I did it, it's, it's not too bad, you know, and so he went and, and tried it, and I'm pretty sure that he did the entire thing only using the gravity gun, but then I think he switched to the shotgun like before he got to the end of the map, the last map, because he thought he was out, but he hadn't gotten to the point where he got the achievement yet. So he doesn't have the achievement. Oh, oh that would suck. I am so sorry for him. We'll explain later. Okay. <laughs> The two Bohemia Interactive developers who were arrested in Greece each had a 5,000 euro bail posted, and they have returned home. So that's a relief. Yay! Okay, so Alicia, you don't know. Um, and for our listeners who are just popping in, there were um, there was a game studio called Bohemia Interactive, Bohemia Interactive, um, who had They're some They're based devel- in the Czech Republic. Yeah. Who were out in Greece photographing this and that for possible game info, like, mostly, like, level development and whatnot. And they accidentally, apparently, took a photograph of a top-secret government site. And so they were taken in by Greece and said, and Greece was yelling at him, saying that um, they were after their stuff, so... They're spies! Check spies! In our midst! Who's the pyro? Okay. But yeah, so they they were in jail for like six months. Yeah. Um, and like you know, they're they're they had several appeals that got like rejected, and it was like really scary hearing about all this stuff because like it what we we weren't sure if they were gonna be able to return home ever. And or like, even they, live. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't I don't think they would have killed them, but like you never know. It's Greece. Um, it's Greece. It's what. And, and everybody's like, no, they're not spies, they're game developers, and they were on vacation, like, ah, oh. Good going, Greece. <laughs> I blame you, Ian. Yeah. I said Ian, not Alicia. I mean, I can blame I know, you too but... if you'd like, but... Whoa! I got blamed for enough stuff today. It's not my fault. Okay, I'm up next, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. More marketing blunders. Dead Island Riptide Special Edition was going to come with a 12 high bust of a mutilating zombie torso and a bikini. Understandably, the Internet's reaction has been pretty negative to this one. Surprising, knowing the Internet. You guys guys should totally go to that link and just look at the picture. And just imagine, like, getting that and just sticking it, like, on your coffee table or something. Like... No, <laughs> that's just weird. I'll admit that. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> I have no idea what they were thinking when they came up with this idea. It's gamers. Gamers are mostly guys. Guys like boobs. Let's do it. We just had that whole, like, number one reason why, you know, thing about women in the industry being discriminated against. I don't think we need this kind of thing. No, 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 I know. But yeah, they've they've taken that down. That's That's not happening. Yeah, yeah, good. Now that's oh, just it's me next. Scary. Right. <laughs> so, a possible future expansion for Civilization V has been spotted on the Steam database. It is called One World, and we don't really know anything else about it at this point. We, It's just up in the air speculation. They're not even sure if it actually exists, but uh, yeah, could be interesting. I'll totally buy it and then like not play for a really long time and then play it a bunch and yeah. Because that's how Civilization V goes for me. Maybe it's a... Uh, oh, gosh. Imagine if it was Civ V, but, like, with galactic expansion. 
You know, actually, I was considering doing like this a, a big, interesting meta game where you have you get a bunch of people together and you have them all play um like Civilization Five until the end of the game. You know, and if you you know, depending on how how you win, like if you win militarily or you win diplomatically or whatever, you know, um depending on what what your victory condition was that you got then that will determine what kind of civilization you are in in, in a game of galactic civilization 2 and then we all play together in you know in galactic civilization and i mean it's it would take forever and it would just be like it would be terrible because it would just take forever but i was thinking that and i was like that would be so much fun do it <laughs> i guess i'd have to get galactic civilization then but... yeah and Alicia has no idea what we're talking about. Nope. Strategy games. They're good. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll show you sometime. <laughs> All right. This is, an, uh, this is not an I'll explain later thing. This is I'll show you sometime thing. Okay. Because they're worth playing. Especially in 3D. Well, only you can show her that. Civ 5 in 3D is great. <laughs> Let's see. Team Fortress 2 has been ported to, vir yeah, to virtual reality headsets like the Oculus Rift. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, so far, not many games have support for, you know, the Oculus Rift or things like that, but it, the list is growing, so... Good. Yeah. That'll be that'll be interesting to see what everything is like. And yay, Team Fortress 2. See, Valve does some good things on occasion. All right. All righty. Three former AMD employees allegedly stole 100,000 files worth of trade secrets, then went to work in NVIDIA. They have gotten a restraining order and are hoping to recover the files and receive monetary compensation. Yeah, this is... That's just yeah. ridiculous. Like, I, d I don't care if you don't like AMD or anything. That's just, like, a dick move. Yeah. You know? Ugh. But hey, money. Yeah. I don't think it's worth it. Stealing no. is not right. Remember that, everybody. Even when you're playing a video game, stealing's not right. Says you. <laughs> Yeah, right, because you're, uh, you're the cat person in Skyrim, and you just steal from everybody. Well, that was only my second... That was only my second um, second character. My first character was Leroy Jenkins everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Leroy Jenkins! In fact, I actually just started up a new character a couple days ago. Um, actually, yesterday, where the only thing that he uses for weapons is fists. <laughs> I am heavy weapons guy. <sighs> so, so, so for your Leroy guy, do your companions just kind of stand back and go, "God damn it, Leroy"? You kidding me? I leave them all behind at the towns. I don't have any companions. <laughs> I work alone. I'm sworn to carry your burdens, Leroy Jenkins. Anyway, so Microsoft, Microsoft may actually be giving us a good reason to get Windows 8. They, uh, they've started this thing called Microsoft Play, which brings Xbox Live Arcade games to Windows. Of course, it's only for Windows 8, because it's on Metro and blah, 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 you know. Um, and currently, there are only 15 titles that are supported, but hopefully more are on the way. So, this is actually, this is great. I love... Oh, dear. <laughs> I think he disconnected. What just happened? Internets. All the internet. It's a great freeze frame, though. Look at that face. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Nailed it. Whoop, it changed. Is he live? Uh, seems Whoops. legit. All right, looks like you and I will just have to continue on without him. Yikes. All right. So, you think you got this, kiddo? Which one is it? 
Oh, oh. the one after X, the Windows. Duh. Okay. Here's a pretty weird concept. A multiplayer game oh. where four players control tanks with a traditional with traditional controllers and a is that cellist controls base defenses by improvising improvising a tune. Yeah. Depending on what type of notes they play, different aspects of the base's defense are activated. So Redirecting you to cello I fortress. A re play a real cello as a means of defense, and that's yeah. If you click on the link, that's what it's actually doing. There's a guy playing a cello. Um, and he's going up against four people with regular controllers. What? That's cray cray. I awesome. totally. I, I I need this game now. I need to learn cello so I can play this game now. This this looks pretty dang sweet. Okay, so it sounds like Microsoft is going to replace Xbox Live Chat with Skype. This makes sense as they are also killing off Microsoft Live Messenger in favor of Skype, as reported on at the Nexus, which I didn't hear because I don't listen to podcasts. But that could be kind of handy, just getting everything into one, uh, getting everything into one program. Just, I mean, it gives Skype a bit of a monopoly when it comes to um, uh, chat services. Then, but honestly, I think that Google Plus and Google Hangouts are much more handy, just because of all the different things that you can do, as opposed to Skype, where you can only talk. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when you and I have stayed up late talking till two, three in the morning. Um, what? I said, whatever, no big deal. <laughs> that YouTube app becomes our best friend. Yeah, pretty much. So Google Plus is better. So Skype is getting more Monopoly, but I don't think that it'll be able to compete with Google Plus quite as well. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're on this guy. Yep, I'm on it. Aliens, Colonial Marines has gone gold, and they have a new trailer. Ooh, so, Ryan, I'm going to put this up into the... Um, YouTube thing, if you want to. Okay. Corporal Dwayne Hicks, my unit has suffered immense casualties on LV-426. Consider all Colonial Marines dispatched to LV-426 to be KIA. Rise and shine, Marines. I'm Captain Cruz, and you are my crew on the USS Sephora. We responded to a distress call sent out 17 weeks ago from the USS Sulaco. You were the last of the battalion to get popped out of cryo. Sir, the Sulaco was reported last seen over Fury 161. How is it back over this planet? Right now, we're worried about what's killing our Marines in there. This is a liquid situation. In about 30 seconds, that horizon is gonna turn black as the most dangerous killing machines in the universe rise up over it. Make sure you come back alive. All of you. We're spread thin as it is. All ground units, prepare for deployment. Here we go. There's more than a hundred Xenos heading right for Well, that doesn't look intense at all. No, no. Also, Lisa, you're going to want to unmute yourself. I had to mute you because we had went, we had gone into the YouTube app. I know. <laughs> I noticed. I was like, wait, why am I muted? And then I was like, oh, obviously. I'm surprised you didn't go onto the YouTube app to watch the trailer with us. I didn't realize that was what happened. Um. <laughs> so, I was sitting here going, I don't see what's going on. And then after we turned it off, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. Braining. Braining, braining, braining. Which I'm assuming that lots of those aliens will do. Seeing as it's, you know, Alien from the Alien movie franchise. Mm -hmm. Ah, yay, Ian Buck is alive. Inviting. 
He lives. Hallelujah. We people. I know. So Not people. just one person. People. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of like this guy. Besides, he's so fat that he counts as people, right? As more than one. <laughs> That's what he gets greeted by. And sassy. Wow. Because <laughs> we can't hear you that well. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> hang on, honey. You hear me now? No. It's getting better. It got better. I'm on a completely different computer in a completely different room now because the stupid network, uh, they're like reworking the network and my room somehow got the butt end of that deal. Oh dear. And and it like cuts out every once in a while. It's really obnoxious. But yeah, so now I'm, I'm next door sitting on Liv's bed on Liv's laptop and you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do anything to get in a woman's bed. You've only got one woman that you should be worrying about, though, bro. You just asked politely. Uh, where was I going? I was going to sound <laughs> settings. Sound, sound. <laughs> so, so were you guys, uh, you know, talking crap about me? Yeah, so much crap was spoken about you. Especially that last bit. Okay, does does this sound better? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Awesome. Now I have to find the. And yes, I called you fat. I heard that. Because uh, on the invite people, it says, Ian Decker has invited people to the chat. And it says people, <laughs> so that's it's not just a person, it's people. So, yeah, you're that fat that you count as more than one person. Fatty, fatty, no parents. Whoa, hold up. He has parents. One of them is my younger brother. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> really confused, what? In ECFE... Uh, Eric was my baby brother, and as we've progressed, he was a toddler, and now he's a teenager I've given, so he's my little brother. <laughs> oh, Eric. I do love your dad, though, Mr. Ian. He's I do, too. He's, a, he's like a big kid, nothing more than a big kid. Oh my gosh, like, the amount that we think alike, and, like... Just the amount that we are alike is really scary to me sometimes. I know. Because I'm, I was... I'm, I'm there for a lot of those moments. I was, um... I was trying to set up the the webcam that I got my parents for Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, we, we just set up this bogus, like, you know, we're talking to each other from across the room uh, in, in a voice chat and everything, or in a, in a video chat, rather. And, uh, and I'm hearing his voice coming through my headphones, and I'm like, wow, that sounds exactly like I do in a podcast. Oh, no, we even have the same voice. And I did, like, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> no, yours is a little bit higher pitched, but sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Ladies, <laughs> there's only one here. She's taken. What about that one? I guess she counts too. Hi, that's Liv. We should have Liv on the show sometime. I'd be down. Liv's Liv talk. Liv plays Minecraft and hey, I do stuff. too. Yeah. Awesome. By the way, Subashri, Subashri is totally, totally obsessed with trying to acquire a copy of Minecraft, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious because I don't have to deal with it, but my family is, like, fed up with it. It's hilarious. Why is she so... Uh, I don't know. I mean, she, I guess that she's heard a lot about it from, like, you know, Caleb and Jonas talking about playing it and mm. stuff, and... I mean, like, I don't understand why mom and dad don't want her to play it because Minecraft is a great game and it's, you know, totally it's like creativity. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they're resisting. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Well, your mother, as much as I love her, it is kind of strange when it comes to that sort of stuff. Sometimes, yeah. Okay.
So where did you guys go on without me? or uh... We did a little bit. The last thing that we did is we watched the Aliens Colonial Marines uh, trailer in the YouTube. Sweet. Okay. Thing. So you're on to Guild Wars 2 if you'd like it, or I can do that one. And... Sure, I'll, I'll do that. So Guild Wars 2 will introduce wor will introduce world guesting on January 28th. This will allow players to visit worlds other than their home world, uh, provided that they are in the same kind of real world area as that server. Um, and January 28th also marks the end of free world transfers in Guild Wars 2. So AreaNet advises everyone to pick the home world that they want before that happens, so that you can then be where you want to be. And for those of you who don't necessarily understand what that means, um, with Worlds, Worlds are the different servers that ArenaNet has set up throughout, well, basically throughout the world for their players to go on. Each server can only hold a certain number of people, and it's these different servers that go and face off against each other in those giant player versus player And even world, um, world head, versus head world in Guild Wars 2. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why I was saying the giant yeah. player versus player matches, which, which is World versus World. Um, so it gets really nuts, uh, and there's a lot of rivalries between particular worlds. I'm not 100% sure which ones are rivals with which, because I haven't played nearly as much Guild Wars 2 as I'd like. It's, Just go get more free time. Just where buy do I buy that? Time. I don't know, Alicia, can I borrow some of your free time? Because you have tons of it, right? Well, it depends on the day. You really got to be wary of a guy who's asking to borrow your free time. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Entirely. All right. In Zombie U, when a player dies, that character permanently becomes a zombie. The player might run in, into that zombie, and it is also stored in Ubisoft servers, so it can appear in other players' games. Apparently, there are over 300,000 zombified ex-player characters, and Ubisoft is considering incorporating them in future additions to the game. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and we, of course, have like no idea what those additions could be at this point, but... Sounds very interesting. If it's anything like the Left 4 Dead 2 series, there's a chance that there might actually be like some story mode stuff that will well, come out eventually. And more I mean, Zombie U does have a story to it. Yeah. And so it'll be like stories of different survivors sort of thing, I'm betting. Survivors who are zombies now? Ooh, wait a minute. We haven't gotten a zombie game from the zombie's perspective yet. No, we haven't. That needs to happen. Ooh. I mean, like, sure, you can play as the infected in Left 4 Dead 2, but that's just for multiplayer, you know? It's yeah. not like a, it's, there's, there's no story to that. Hmm. This, this needs to happen. Well, let's talk with some people. Yeah. Come up with some ideas, I'll, talk with some people. I'll just, like, call up my buddies at uh, Epic Games. Yeah. You do it there, I'll check with Ubisoft. Mm -hmm. I'll talk with Ubisoft. We're pretty good friends. Best buddies. Mm hmm. I'm sorry, and Riot Games is my partner in crime. Of course. Not you. Never was you to begin with. I must steal <laughs> you back. You can try. Alright. Okie dokie. Expect more zombies to come our way in the next few months. The standalone version of Day Z will likely be out in April. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. Very exciting. Zombies. Zombies everywhere. So a new version of the PS3 has just been announced, and uh, it's white. That's racist. Of course it is. Um, so it has a 500 gigabyte hard drive, and it comes with a year's membership uh, to PlayStation Plus. And it costs $300 and comes out on January 27th. So this version is obviously geared at, you know, download lots of stuff. <laughs> You know, and by the way, PlayStation Plus is like one of the the best deals, uh, subscription deals out there because 
Like, you get tons of games for free, and they're constantly, like, you know, adding new, more games to that list. And it's just, and you get, like, you know, discounts on other thing on other games that you buy through PSN as well. And it's just, it's, it's incredible. Almost makes me want to get one. But that's silly. Almost. Almost. All right, Left 4 Dead 2 is getting Steam Workshop support, making it a breeze to find nice mods for the game. I'm excited. This means that we might actually be able to have more of those... Um, like the, uh, the, the Lord of the Re- one? Yeah, that's my favorite Left 4 Dead 2 mod that I've ever found. So for those of you who don't know, which I seem to say a lot, um, there's this mod that you can get on the PC version of Left 4 Dead 2 for the survival mode of the game called The Battle for Helm's Deep, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is modeled after the Battle of Helm's Deep from the second Lord of the Rings. And it's it's absolutely insane because you, you start out at the wall and you have to fight off hordes upon hordes upon hordes of zombies that are charging at the wall. Eventually the wall will blow up, in which case you have to eventually just make your way back into the castle. It It's just... It, it's also one of the most difficult ones that I know because in like the final room, not only do you have to defend from the hordes that are coming in from the outside... But I believe that you're fighting against two tanks as oh, simultaneously. Man. Tanks are the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but that also makes it really hard, which makes it, once you finally get through the whole thing, just absolutely amazing. Because you're like, oh, I was able to do things. <gasps> so you have that mod. Have you found like anybody else who has that mod as well? I last year in my section there were a few guys who had left for dead too uh, and we played through it on that a few times. We didn't actually get to the end because none of us are quite that good at the game, but it was really cool. Cool. And beyond difficult. Cool. Moving on. Sony has sold its US headquarters for one point one billion dollars. They will continue the <laughs> building for up to three years under under a lease agreement with the buyer. Basically, they just needed cash now. One million dollars. I liked that. Thanks. I try. Simultaneously, we both did this. In case you didn't notice me doing it. I didn't, because I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody pays attention to you, Ian. Aww. Oh, yikes. Sad. All three mm-hmm. Skyrim DLCs are coming to the PS3 in February. So... Yeah, Katie will be uh, excited about that. <laughs> and they will be 50% off for the first week that they are each uh, available. And Dragonborn is also coming to the PC on February 5th. Dragonborn. Yeah. Sweet. Not Dragonborn, Dragonborn. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to get that and let us know how it goes. Oh, wait, Andrew already like reviewed that one for us, didn't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. He liked it. Well, naturally. I mean, it's, it's Skyrim, what's not to like? I mean, he well, he even said that Hearthfire was good, which was, I was kind of surprised at. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so we have a video next. Antichamber is a psychedelic puzzler that takes you through colorful, mind-bending, portal-like puzzles. So basically, it's portal game on a NASA trip, it sounds like. Yeah. I'm excited to watch this. It's really, really crazy looking, and I can't wait for it to come out. I have, I forget when it comes out. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Say uh, Good job. Um, I, think, <laughs> I just went back. I didn't actually hit the play button. I think the end of my sentence was, I can't wait for it to come out or something. Something. Yeah, something like that. Ask Liv. She's sitting right there next to you. <laughs> Her name, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not completely forgetting things. Okay. Hitting the play button. Play!
No! Coordination <laughs> <laughs> is not our strong suit. Pause! <laughs> no play! What? No! Ah! Oh, no! No! I think the wireless connection between our minds has a little bit of lag there, Mr. Buck. Mm. Our usual connection. I enjoyed that when the video said WTF, that's exactly what I was thinking. I know. That's pretty much what you're thinking through the entire video. It's like, I, it's colors and, and shapes and oh my god, what's going on? I'll I think it's like Super Paper Mario and uh, Portal put together. Yeah. Paper Mario is super psychedelic. I'm just going to have to find all my stoner friends and get them a copy of that game. <laughs> now that sounds like an adventure. As mean as that would be. <laughs> what's up? I just dropped... All of my clothes on the floor. Just folded them. Mother of a hamster. Oh dear. So the uh, the Halo 2 PC servers are shutting down in February because for the last few months, uh, the most concurrent people that they've had online has been around 20. Uh, and the really funny thing is about the to me is that it lasted longer than the Xbox version because. Everything for Xbox Live for the original Xbox was shut down back in 2010. So, online gameplay has lasted longer on the PC. So that is a little crazy. I thought that only the first Halo came out on PC. I wasn't aware that the second one had two. One and two, and two you had to get it on Vista if, if uh, you wanted it. Yeah. Okay, and that explains it. Alright, so that's all the news that we have for today. And there's nothing really huge going on, so we don't really have a main topic. But I have been playing uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, which is... Uh, this is actually like... Sorcery. Yes, Sorcery. It's spelled just like sword, but with a surrey. Sword. And uh, so this is the first, like, mobile game that I've uh, actually gotten into. And I'm really, really enjoying it. Like, I kind of wasn't really expecting to enjoy it. I was like, oh, I've, I've heard so few good things about this game. Maybe I'll try it out. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. So the game starts out... Well, it's, it's, it's kind of... Okay, so the game totally doesn't take itself serious. A great sense of humor. Um, I'll be posting a bunch of, uh, a bunch of screenshots soon. So like the Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, because there's, there's like... As you <laughs> The funny thing about that is that there's, like, this guy who's telling you this story, and he's outside of the story, but you're, like, you are part of the story, and he's, like, telling your story as you're doing it. It's really... So, so like, you know, you're you're this person who just kind of has a sword and a shield, and you're trying to go, and you're, you're, you're trying to tame the, the Trigon Trifecta. And, yeah, it's like, it, it, it's basically, it, it, it's like the, the, you know, except that it's upside down. And, uh, yeah, and so you, you're trying, it's, I'm not really sure exactly what the ultimate goal of the game is, but, you know, I'm just running around and, and you know, encountering these enemies and fighting enemies. And the some of the boss battles are, like, really, really, really intense. Like, I wasn't expecting to get, like, 
to become invested in this game so much, but like, so, so we were all sitting around in the, in the TV lounge, right? And Katie's playing Dishonored on her mm -hmm. PS3. And everybody's watching that. And I'm just sitting over there in the corner, like with my tablet right next to my face, yelling at it. No, you will not defeat me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I got some funny looks, but I was too busy trying to, you know, beat this boss battle with uh, against a golden triangle to pay any attention. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it was pretty funny. Um, the game is kind of like, you know, like 16-bit, you know, all, all, um, all pixelated and everything. But that, like, so, but, like, so all the characters are that way and, like, the landscapes are that way. But then there are certain objects in the world that totally are not. Like, there are certain objects that are at the resolution of your, of your, you know, screen. Hmm. And so they kind of, they, like, pop out at you and they're significant. Um, and obviously those are, you know, important and stuff. Um. But yeah, no, it's it's a really great game, and it's like it's divided up into kind of the these sort of short um, chapters that you can probably finish in uh, you know a half hour or so um, if you're if you're really concentrating on it. Um, so, I mean, it's form factor that it's in, you know, because you you know if you're like commuting somewhere, you just you know you're on the bus and you just kind of whip out your your iPad or your you know whatever, and you just kind of play it, and and you know, there you go. And yeah, I went in doubt, whip it out. <laughs> so, oh no, that's not gonna, that's gonna be the show title, isn't it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that one was my fault. Um, <laughs> Only for you, bro. Alicia, <laughs> how does that make you feel? You're boys. <laughs> I, I'm playing some social on a different person's, well, not person's, Facebook. So I'm just like, whatever, bro. So, <laughs> so yeah. you're not phased by us at all. This is weird. Oh, of course not. Why would I be phased? <laughs> you apparently haven't. Was a gamer. No, but you. Uh, that's true. This the show hasn't been that bad for tension, has it? No, I mean. I just can't have it always. That's true. And I suppose I'm kind of behaving myself. And it is a little later than usual. Oh, come on. Being later than usual would make us more loopy, you'd think. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So that's that's all that I've got on uh, Sword and Sorcery right now. Um, I really I would re really recommend it. It's uh, it's only like $5 or something like that. Um, platforms. Android and iOS. Android and iOS. Yeah. Let's we'll look so it up. On, on Android, there's only one version, um, and then on iOS, there's, like, a version that's optimized for, you know, iPods, and that one's, like, $3, and then there's one that's for tablets, and that's, like, you know, $5. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, go check it out. It's it's a really great game. I might have to. Um, so, Alicia, you're, you're playing Social? Sims Social. Sims Social. Tell us about that. Basically, it's like regular Sims, except instead of just it being you playing, you have to talk to other, you have to play with other people, otherwise you can't complete anything. Huh. So I'm not sure how to, I feel about that. It, it uh. used to be a fad, so a lot of people played it, and that was fine, but then everybody stopped, but as per usual, I'm still playing it. <laughs> so I've made four other Facebook accounts for my frogs, so that I can continue to play this game. <laughs> I'm currently on, uh, I named her Jordan. Jordan Froggy Face. You know, that yeah. sounds like cheating, but, you know, it's everybody else's fault, right? So you have Phil Froggy Face, Jordan Froggy Face. I have Jordan Froggy Face, Junior Froggy Face, Love Froggy Face, and Philip Froggy Face. We are currently in a relationship. Yes, it's complicated, okay? <laughs> complicated. 
So this is actually the stuffed frog. This game is actually like published by EA and everything, and it's it's actually a Sims like game, like yeah. part of their franchise. Okay, cool. Huh. They also have Sim City Social, which is the same as Sim City, except it's the same thing. It's social, so you have to have other people playing it. Interesting. So speaking of Sim City, um, there there's a new Sim City that's coming out sometime soon, and that one actually has a lot of multiplayer aspects integrated into it. I don't I don't think that you actually have to um play multiplayer, but it's a lot more. I've heard that from. I've heard that it's a lot more fun to have, you know, a friend who's got a city nearby and you can, like, work on big projects with them. Hmm. I bet that would be fun. So, of course, SimCity Social is all in browser, I would assume. Yeah, basically, it's on one of the... If you go to Facebook and you look under the apps for games, it's right there. They promote it a lot. Mm -hmm. And they promote it on each side, so SimSocial has a bunch of SimCity-like promotions, and then SimCity has a bunch of SimSocial. clever bastards. They're clever girl. Well, then they've also got, like, Zumba Blitz and all that other stuff on there. Yeah. It's cray-cray. <laughs> it's EA for you. EA Games. It's in the game. Challenge everything. <laughs> they didn't bring that logo back. That that little sequence that was amazing. Challenge everything. See, it's terrifying if you're playing it late at night and your parents <laughs> aren't supposed to know. So then all of a sudden it's like EA Games challenge everything, and then the world ends. The first time I ever played uh, Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets on the GameCube was at my best friend's birthday party at like twelve o'clock at night, which back then was a big deal. Oh we yeah, no. Fourth grade. I never get to stay up until midnight anymore. Look, look out, we're dealing with a real badass over here. <laughs> Sorry. Hands for badassery. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so, so, if we asked you if people should play this game, you would totally say yes, just so you can have more friends on it, right? Um, it depends on what you're into. I mean, basically, all that it consists of is there are some quests that last for until you complete them, and there are some that you have to fit within two-week period. Um, right now it's the Titanic, um, which I'm completely ignoring because there, it's way too much work. <laughs> There's so much... I get so stressed out about it, I'm just like, whatever. I quit. Stress isn't good. You know what I do when I'm stressed? Sleep. I, I sleep, yeah. That's what I do, too. It's great. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Let go of my mouse. Sorry. Because the screens are so big, unless you put it on full screen, you have to click and drag, and then it gets stuck on your mouse sometimes, and I just get frustrated. Oh. You just need an actual mouse. I, I Yeah, I thought that you meant your frogs was like eating a mouse or something. Uh, what? Um, what's going on? No, my frogs have to stay in water. I thought it was one of your cats. Well, there's one in my lap right now. <laughs> also, how come how come you're a frog in The Sims? How does um, that make sense? Because I had already made a Facebook for one of my frogs, and I just thought that would be easier just to continue. I'm not creative enough. Creative. Creative. You is smart. You are definitely an English major. Definitely. <laughs> so if, if I go onto like your your Facebook page and I look through your friends list, am I going to just find some random frogs in there? Yeah, just look under Froggy Face. There'll oh, be four of them. Gosh. 
This is why I can't trust anything that happens on Facebook. I'm jealous of that Philip Froggy face fellow. You know who's totally a real person, though? What? Chad Dushwitz. He's totally a person. He totally exists in real life, and he's totally not just a uh, Facebook account that, that uh, uh, Roberto Sandy made back in high school. Totally. Now, he has an older brother, too, if you remember. Wait, what? No, I don't. Let's see. Looking up Chad. Chad Dushwitz. This is not fair. Oh, hey, he didn't get mad at me. Good. Family, homopedonecrobestiality, uh, homo <laughs> as a oh, son. no. <laughs> I guess I was wrong about this. <laughs> I thought, oh, man, I thought that homopedonecrobestiality was like a group that we had made. I think it was. Oh, man. I don't want to know. Religious views. Partying while drunk, a.k.a. Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Website, mylifeisbro.com. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What? I kind of miss high school now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I actually miss high school. About Chad, I like to hit on random women that I don't know, like your sister. I am a douche. Uh, <laughs> and his current location is some place in France that happens to be called Duchy Le Mines. Whatever, it's French. <laughs> it's French. Oh, and of course he went to Como Park Senior High. <laughs> <laughs> and Central. Oh no. <laughs> he was at both. At the same time. Exactly. Nailed it. He's bro. He's my bro. He's the reason why I'm thinking about joining fraternity. Oh, that's right, that's right. I uploaded a picture from Mass Effect of Chad Shepard, and I tagged him in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Photos. Of course, the number one photo on the mobile uploads is just disgusting. Do you see that? Uh, I'm trying to find. Hang on. I love how one of them, how one of the pictures is Mac. Who's Mac? Mac Mishki from... Oh, no, I think he's just supposedly fist-bumping someone. Of course not. <laughs> The show must go on, especially while we're talking about... What were we talking about? What What is that categorized as? <laughs> Goddamn. If you look down on his pictures, the picture or the gal in the picture of Chad gets around. Oh, no. Is what it's called. There's a picture with a blonde gal in, like, a purple tank top from um, 2010. She looks sort of like Nanners. Oh, no. Do you see that one? Hang on. Oh, wow. That is crazy. We're going to have to ask Manners <laughs> what no, she's been doing with no, your No, 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 no. The caption is practice makes perfect. Oh, Lord. All right, I'm done with this. But he's my best friend. I don't want to say He's my mentor. <laughs> Whoa, mustache. <laughs> what? Your girlfriend has a mustache. Girlfriend I've just been chilling here like this for a good minute now. <laughs> I thought that was what I could contribute to the conversation. <laughs> totally. Wait, how do you get rid of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's these things called razors, and <laughs> and then there's shaving cream. There you go. And uh, and then you, you just kind of like I don't know, put it all over the place, and then scrape some stuff off. You can also click on the thing. Yeah, that so would probably be helpful. I don't no, know what I did. I just I kept clicking on stuff. 
Hey, the colonel already looks like me with my hat on. R. I, I am the pirate one. Google. The Google pirate. <laughs> I am the pirate. Sounds Google. about right. Metal Gen. Good evening. I have braces. Flawless Google. Flawless. <laughs> We definitely don't see your chin sticking out of the bottom of that. Nope, not at all. Not totally. even a little. It's always amusing when you've got like two people on the same webcam and then it like can't figure out which <laughs> face it should use and it just like switches back and forth and is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Are you laughing at <laughs> 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 Apparently my face wasn't a face for a while. Nope. <laughs> you have no face. <laughs> oh, print screen. Print screen, where's the print? No! <laughs> you stopped! Uh, you want um... <laughs> Partying like a sir. Like no, a sir. Not like a rock star? Look what Google did for me! It gave me a cat! <laughs> now what? So I think I think Ryan may have a point. We may have uh, <laughs> ran out of things to say. Nah. Yes, it's definitely devolved into the friend. It's, a, it's amazing how often we just end up like messing around with Google effects and uh, <laughs> hilarity and. Scenes. My bad, sorry. Of course. <laughs> no, it's well, then, shall we close out the show then, my friends? Yes, I suppose so. With a cat. Always. Oh wait, <gasps> I get to be the pretty, pretty princess. Just with like a. cowboy. Or was Cowboy the Pretty Pretty Pony? He was Pretty Pretty Pony. Pony, right? Yep, sorry. So, thanks for listening, everybody, to 8-Bit, where we uh, sometimes talk about news and sometimes talk about other... Pretty Pretty Princess! Pretty Ponies, and yeah. I'm Ian Buck. I'm Ian Decker. And I'm Alicia Gottwaltz. Have a good week, everybody. Peace out, homies.